Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ right here in Omaha, Nebraska. Great to be back with all of our listeners today on Search the Scriptures. Good to be together and open up God's Word, study a little bit further, dig a little bit deeper, learn a little bit more, and grow in our faith. Because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, we want to encourage you, come and check us out at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ. We are here just trying to be the church that we all read about in the Bible. Nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. Get to know us. Let us get to know you. Worship God with us. Study with us. Grow spiritually with us. Our church building is located at 3606 North 108th Street right here in Omaha. 3606 North 108th Street. Bible classes begin Sunday mornings at 9.30, followed by worship at 10.30. Sunday evenings, we come back together at 6 o'clock for another period of worship and Bible study. Wednesday evenings, good time, middle of the week. We have midweek Bible classes every Wednesday evening at 6.30. You're welcome to any and all of these services. And we hope to see you soon. Again, get to know us. Let us get to know you. We encourage you also to take advantage of our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. You can access hundreds of sermons and many of them in video format, a great many more in audio format. You can also access hundreds of scripturally based and spiritually focused articles. But we encourage you to click on the podcast button and sign up for our podcasting. Now, it's all free. It always will be free. But when you do that, you will automatically receive to your smartphone or computer or whatever smart device you choose all of those podcasts that we post every week. <clears throat> now, one of those will be you'll receive this radio program five days a week automatically to your smart, smart device. Search the scriptures. But you'll also receive a Sunday morning Bible class, a Wednesday night Bible class, and all of our sermons, and a short, about a 13-minute Bible study every single day, seven days a week that we call today's Bible class. Now, it keeps us in God's Word. Short period of time, but it keeps us strong in our faith. So take advantage of that. Churchofchrist.com. Click on our podcast button and sign up for our podcasting. Again, always will be free. We're going to fin finish this particular study that we're in talking about one particular problem of the heart, and that is gossip. Gossip. We have talked about how we've read the scripture texts where Jesus talked about in Matthew chapter 15, also in chapter 12, that our actions, and he focuses upon, to a great extent, he focuses upon our sinful actions, they come from the heart. Now, again, we're not talking about the muscle in our chest, we're talking about our real personality, if we want to think of it that way, our mindset, who we are, what we are, our value system, our conscience, and our spiritual reality. Everything that we are, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about from the heart or our heart. I believe with all my heart. When Jesus was asked in Matthew 22, what is the great commandment in the law? He said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, with all your mind, and Mark's account adds, with all your strength. So with all of our being, that's what we're talking about, with who we really are, what we really are, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about heart troubles. Well, this particular 
part of our study on heart troubles is talking about one particular problem of the heart that evidences the condition of our heart in a very negative way, and that's gossip. We've looked at, oh, numerous verses of Scripture that talk about gossip and condemn it and teach against it. We've looked at a number of synonyms that are used in the Scriptures for gossip, one of those being talebearer, and that's exactly what gossiping is. It's bearing tales, always, though, about somebody else, never about the gossiper himself or herself. It's backbiting, and again, that's very descriptive of what gossip is. It's telling something negative almost every time about somebody else. Whisperings, and that kind of denotes the nature of the person doing the gossiping. He will drop his or her voice, maybe get up closer so the person can hear, and almost drop the tone of their voice to a whisper. Now, why, does it, why do they need to do that? because they're telling something about somebody else that they don't want other people around them to hear. Gossip, you see, by its nature, is often not true, or at least not completely true. But it virtually always is negative in its, in its aim at somebody else who is the subject of the gossip. And so you you get those synonyms, tail-bearer, backbiting. <laughs> That's what gossip is. Whisperings about somebody else. Busybodies. That's what a gossiper is, getting in other people's business where they don't need to. Slanderer. Again, that's exactly what gossip does. Almost 100% of the time, it slanders the image of the person who is the subject of the gossip. Well, as we closed last time, we read the text in James chapter 3, verses 1 through 12, talking about huh, that troublesome tongue. And he says, anybody who can bridle his own tongue all of the time, 100% of the time, is a perfect man. <laughs> well, James, in essence, says, you know, all of us fail at that. We all have problems. He used some illustrations to talk about the power of the tongue, and he's not talking about the, the organ itself. He's talking about the speech, and God has blessed us with this amazing small organ, the tongue, that enables us to speak. I know some people would say, well, it's the vocal cords. I, I know the vocal cords make the sound, but the tongue forms the words and articulates and all of that. And so the tongue, if we don't have the tongue, we're going to have a very difficult time speaking anything that would be intelligible, understandable. And so he says the tongue, you know, it's like the bit that we put in a horse's mouth, that mighty beast, maybe 2,000 pounds in size and tall and long, and yet we can control that animal's movements by the use of that small bit that we put in its mouth. He talks also about a massive ship that moves about, the, we, we control its direction through the use of a comparatively small rudder, and the pilot can make the ship go whichever direction he wants by manipulating that, rubber, that, that, that rudder. Well, James wrote one of the longer treatises in Scripture on the tongue in these 12 verses of James chapter 3, and it's a great, a great 
tech context of Scripture, we really need to stop and think about it and maybe read through it on a regular basis. He compared the size and the potential power of our tongue to, the, to influence our life to how a comparatively small bit, as we said, controls the direction of a horse or even stops the horse in its tracks, or that small rudder compared to the size of the ship as to how it controls the direction of the ship. And the implication is that properly used, we can bring about great good through the proper use of the tongue. Verse 5, notice what he said again, even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things, but then he goes on and says, see how great a forest a little fire kindles. If we use our speech correctly, productively, in a godly manner, we can, we can do great things through our, our blessing of speech. But if we're careless with it, we can do great harm. So the tongue is powerful. Our speech is powerful depending on how we control it and use it. If we control it and use it in a godly fashion, in a productive way for good, and especially helping people come closer to God and grow in their faith, powerful for great good. But if we're careless with the use of our tongue and we're you know, we're continually using profanity and vulgarity and maybe telling lies. And what's the point of this particular study? Gossiping? We can use that tongue. It can produce, it can become very powerful in very negative ways, in destructive ways. Misuse the tongue can be a destructive influence almost beyond imagination. How many fights have ever started without words? How many wars have ever begun without words? So even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity when it's misused. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body. In fact, it can lead to our, <laughs> to our destruction physically and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. The devil is skillful in manipulating us or guiding us to lower our guards, to not think about what we're saying, and to say the wrong thing and get ourselves in big trouble, James 3, verses 5 and 6. Have you ever said something that almost immediately you, you wished, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I hadn't used that word. James makes the point in his statement that the tongue is set on fire by hell, that the devil is the ultimate culprit, but we can't blame the devil because we're the ones saying the words. He's the tempter, but we don't have to give in to the temptation. And James talks about that in detail in James chapter 1. Read on down through verse 12. When someone sins through the misuse of his tongue, he is doing the bidding of the devil. We need to understand that. Gossip is the focus of this particular application of what James is saying here. James points to the frustration of so many who have failed to keep their tongue in check by noting that while mankind has been able to tame all manner of mighty beasts from the wild, no man can tame the tongue. 
It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. James 3, verses 7 and 8. James then notes the contradiction in the way we use our tongue. He says, with it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men. Now, it's coming out of the same mouth, using the same tongue. We curse men who have been made in the similitude or likeness of God, in that we all have souls. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. James 3, verses 9 and 10. His statement, these things ought not to be so, should be obvious to each one of us, especially to one striving to be a faithful Christian. To illustrate his point along this line, James concludes this text, these 12 verses, with two rhetorical questions. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? We know the answer, don't we? Of course not. Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Of course not. Thus, no spring yields both salt water and fresh. James 3, verses 11 and 12. A Christian should stand guard against the temptation to use his tongue for evil or even in a careless moment in a sinful way. Peter admonished, therefore laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. 1 Peter 2 verses 1 and 2. See, that's a great deal of what this radio program, Search the Scriptures, is all about. There is no hiding what we say from God. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 139 and verse 4, There is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. So think about that gossiper who again lowers his voice or her voice and and starts telling something about somebody else that ultimately is slanderous, malicious, salacious. It's negative about that person. God knows exactly what you're saying. does not matter that you lower the tone of your voice almost to a whisper. God knows what you're saying and your gossip. We need to be careful to not allow ourselves to misuse our tongue to sin. Your tongue devises destruction. Like a sharp razor working deceitfully. What a description of the tongue, of speech. You love evil more than good. That says a lot about a gossiper, doesn't it? Lying rather than speaking righteousness. You love all devouring words, your deceitful tongue. Psalm 52, verses 2 through 4. If a person is not careful, the destruction that his tongue devises can ultimately become his own destruction, spiritually and eternally. Job put it well in his statement of determination to use his tongue righteously. He said, As long as my breath is in me and the breath of God is in my nostrils, my lips will not speak wickedness nor my tongue utter deceit.
Job 27, verses 3 and 4. The psalmist gave wise counsel along this line when he wrote, Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Psalm 34, verses 12 and 13. We would do well to pay close attention to these thoughts. If we do not, with God's help, keep our tongue under proper control, we could find ourselves having to deal eternally with the consequences as expressed by James. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. James 1, 26. Yeah. Oh, that troublesome tongue. But again, our tongue is not going to work on its own. It comes from the heart. How have we conditioned our heart? It's all a matter of the heart. Gossip is a symptom of heart trouble. Note the words of our Lord. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. Matthew chapter 15, verses 18 through 20. Jesus gave a logical analysis of where sin of where sins of the tongue including gossip originate within the life of a person guilty of such. He said, "Brood of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things." And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word, remember what gossip is, men may speak. For every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. God knows what you're gossiping about. Jesus goes on and says, For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Matthew 12, verses 34 through 37. For a person guilty of gossip, Jesus' words here are chilling. He cuts right to the bottom line. He states that a person's speech is a product of the condition of his heart. And he further states that we will give account for every idle word that we may speak. That ought to send shivers up and down our spine. Perhaps most sobering from the perspective of a person engaged in gossip is the pronouncement from our Lord, by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned. Clearly, gossip is a sin repeatedly condemned in God's word. A person struggling with gossip would do well to heed God's advice 
to Israel of old, cast away from you all the transgressions which you have committed and get yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Ezekiel 18 and verse 31. Do you need to get yourself a new heart? Do you need to get it reconditioned so that you can put away, so that you can put away all of the temptations to misuse your tongue, your speech? Do you need to pray to God diligently for strength to not be engaged in gossip? either in telling the gossip or listening to it and then maybe passing it on. We'd like to help you with your spiritual life, with your spiritual strength, with your faith. We'd love to make the way for you to have a free Bible study. We'd love to be able to talk with you. You can contact us in different ways. Again, if you're in the Omaha area, come and check us out in person. Get to know us. Let us get to know you at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ. Again, our church building is located at 3606 North 108th Street. You can also contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com and click on the email link and contact us that way. Or you can phone us at 402 498-8397. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to pray with you. We'd love to talk with you. Let's pray together now. Father in heaven, help us to make up our minds to control our speech with your strength and your guidance. Help us to use the speech that you bless us with in good, positive, productive ways and godly ways, and by so doing, to glorify you. And help us, Father. Help us, help us to be determined to stay out of gossip. We pray this, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.